When we learn about the sign, we must see it for ourselves. So from our shanties, we cross the railway tracks and charge toward the home of Alejandro, the only kid we know with a computer, the only kid we know with electricity, so that he can show us a picture of the sign on the internet. He lives with his mother in the financial district now, in a big-shot high-rise condominium which, he has said, overlooks the world. But it's not so high that we can't reach it. Alejandro calls the front desk to give us clearance, despite the security guard's suspicions, so we file into the elevator, rising and rising to the uppermost floors. When we reach his door, it's already open, and he stands there waiting. I'll show you on my computer, he says, but don't touch the keyboard. Don't touch anything. He inspects our hands to make sure they're clean, then herds us into his bedroom. He flips open his laptop, types and clicks and types and clicks, until an image downloads, a picture of a sign posted on a shopping mall door. It says, This is a private, controlled environment. Poor people and other disturbing realities strictly prohibited. Thank you, Greenbelt Mall. So the story is true, says Alejandro, closing his laptop. They really don't want you there. He half smiles at us and shrugs, a funny story to him, but an injustice to us. So we curse its name and unleash all the profanity we know. Fuck you, Greenbelt Mall, you asshole Greenbelt Mall. Shit, bitch, motherfucker, go to hell, Greenbelt Mall. Greenbelt Mall is mere kilometers from our part of Makati City. From certain vantage points and heights, we have witnessed its nighttime glow of green and red during past Christmas seasons, and we have heard the blare of marching bands that celebrate every grand opening and ribbon-cutting ceremony. But have we been inside? No way! We have no use for Tokyo-inspired fur and leather winter coats. We don't want imported and indigestible cheeses. Our lives are made no better by facial cleansers made from organic jackfruit and nuts. And say we did go there one day. Say we purchased even the smallest trinket like a souvenir greenbelt keychain or a stylish greenbelt visor. We would be called arrogant big shots who think we're hot shit. People trying to be other people. But we will not be prohibited from entering. We will not allow ourselves to be banned. We decide then and there to act, to right this terrible wrong. And do what? Get revenge? Alejandro laughs, but we don't. The front door rattles open. My mom's home, Alejandro says. Leave. He scoots us from his room, and on our way out, we see his mother staring out a wall of windows at a view of skyscrapers, palm trees, a grid of streets that from here look orderly and clean. She is wearing a dress as black and tight as a silhouette, holds a long brown cigarette in one hand and an amber-colored drink with clinking ice in the other. She is the blondest Filipina we have ever seen, and her face is half gone behind dark glasses, huge and round like two black moons. With a long red fingernail, She lowers her sunglasses, looks us up and down with recognition and suspicion, 
as though we remind her of what she comes from. We look around her, at this room full of things we will never have. A white leather sofa and a rug of white fur, a dining table with elephant tusk legs, a strong ceiling free of cracks and leaks, and an equally sturdy floor. But our envy is tempered by our pity. We know the things she does to live this life. We have seen her strolling down the street on the arms of businessmen, Japanese, Indian, Saudi Arabian, American, and we know there are nights when Alejandro must find somewhere else to sleep. And on those nights, he comes to us.